You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is Pax What She Said. Now, here's Perry Goldstein and Maggie Loney. We're already 30 minutes in, so (laughs) maybe for our day three... Right, we can pick a couple guys that really stood out to us that we're excited about, and then maybe if you had a, if you have a head scratcher, or a pick that you well, necessarily weren't excited about, then we can do that. How about that? All right. So let's talk about some guys that really stood out to you on day three. All right. So I am so 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 happy that this player got picked in the seventh round. I was really worried he was going to go undrafted hoping that he would come to the Packers, but he was pick number 242 in the seventh round. Anthony Anthony Johnson Jr., the safety out of Iowa State, didn't realize he was so beloved by Packers Twitter when I was pining for him all draft season long, but he was projected to go like late day three or late day two, maybe late in the third, early in the fourth. So the fact that he slid to the, the seventh was really surprising to me, but What I like about this pick is that it addresses an area of need. Obviously, the Packers need some depth and some help at safety, but it clearly, you can't call it a reach if it's the seventh round. Like, they weren't going for need at that point. They were just going for the best player on their board, and he happened to be the best best player, but played five seasons at Iowa State, was a corner. Actually, his first four seasons converted to safety for his senior year, and played really really well but you know like these guys that transition from corner have really good ball skills he had 28 pass breaks up pass breakups four forced fumbles three sacks two picks started 53 games in his career was he's just an all-star human being team captain for his career um second team all big 12 this past year um i just i think he's gonna come in honestly and be able to compete right away and It seems silly to say that about a seventh round pick, but this is a room that's pretty wide open. You know, obviously they brought in Tavarius Moore. They have Rudy Ford. They have Darnell Savage, but he's going to come in and compete and he's got the ball skills and that tenacity and that willingness as a tackler to, to come in and make some noise. And I'm really excited to watch him in the preseason because I think he's going to make Packers fans really excited. Yeah. Um, I do wonder why he fell if he was maybe he was just beloved by Packers fans because I saw him <laughs> all over my timeline. But I agree. I just think like for whatever reason, he was there and they grabbed him and he could like very easily be a starter this year. And I don't say that out of like, you know, watching his film or, you know, his relative athletic score. I mean, simply because the Packers have no one in that room. <laughs> And like the like you said, the it's there for the taking, right? If he goes in and has a baller camp, 
like that starting spot is there for the taking. And I hope that he reaches and grabs for it. I was also very excited about it. Obviously a position of need too. Um, it just seems like a stand up, stand up guy. Um, I actually, I loved what the Packers did all around on day three. Um, I think they grabbed again, some guys positions of need along the defensive line. Um, they potentially have their kicker of the future, which I don't know how I feel about drafting kickers. That's like my head scratcher. Just like <laughs> why draft the kicker? Um, At least draft the 49ers, right? That took Moody in the third round. Yeah, like the third round. Like why? Um, you know, got some depth at the running back position. Always important. Um, I love the receivers they took in this draft. I obviously mocked Grant DuBose from Charlotte when we did our draft. Um, but I just think Dontavian Wicks is fun, like so fun. And again, this is the guy who's got the size, right? He's over six foot one. He's over 200 pounds and has a rest score of over nine. And again, like you look at a guy who probably fell for a number of reasons. One being this class just wasn't like one of the top tier wide receiver classes. UVA obviously had a very, very difficult season. Um, for a number of different reasons, all kind of out of his control. But I think he just brings that like prototypical Packer type receiver body skill set like to this team. And they lost a bunch of their dudes. You know what I mean? They lost the Al Lazard type big body guy. Um, and I just think he's gonna, he's gonna be able to do that. Um, bring some juice. And again, I think similar to safety wide receivers, not as wide open, but you could be competing for this number two spot this off season or easily the number three spot, right? You're competing for like some real legit snaps. So don't be surprised if you're seeing Wicks on Sundays. Yeah. And Wicks was one of those players that took a top 30 visit with the Packers. So we Mm -hmm. talked about it a couple weeks ago that the Packers didn't always historically follow this pattern, but when Goody brings guys in, he's normally pretty interested hit on, I think five or six last season. Um, Antonio Maffi, the the offensive lineman, also came in as an undrafted free agent. So basically, when they bring players in, they are really interested in those players. So the Wicks pick made a ton of sense. Um, let's just run through these really quick in case you know you happen to live under a rock. <laughs> Didn't hear fully who the Packers selected. Round four, Colby Wooden, defensive lineman out of Auburn. He's kind of a tweener, but the Packers said that they will go ahead and play him on the defensive line, even though he could take some snaps off the edge. And the fifth round, they had two picks. They took Sean Clifford, the quarterback out of Penn State. And then you mentioned Dontavian Wicks, the wide receiver out of Virginia. Sixth round, they took Anders Carlson, the younger brother of Daniel Carlson, who is very familiar with Rich Basaccia from his time being a kicker for the Raiders when Rich was the interim coach there. So kicker out of Auburn. Um, Carrington Valentine in the seventh round, a corner out of Kentucky. Uh, Lou Nichols, a running back out of Central Michigan. Anthony Johnson Jr., the safety out of Iowa State. And then Grant DeBose, the wide receiver out of Charlotte. So they also took Carl Brooks from Bowling Green. Yeah, I don't have his sheet up. I don't know why that happened, but I um, actually it's like okay. The Packers took 13 players, so that's a lot of players to remember. <laughs> I actually really like Carl Brooks a lot. I think that he was one of those players that kind of gets like overshadowed by being at a smaller school where your competition's not as good and I think it was I can't remember who did his presser after he was selected, but 
What he had said was, when you play for a smaller school, you want to see them just dominate their competition. Like when you play for the SEC or a Big Ten school, you know, you can get pushed around and you can push some people around. But when you play for Bowling Green, you need to dominate at all levels. And that's what Carl Brooks did. He dominated everyone that he played against, which is really exciting. Yeah, it is. And again, I just think like beefed up the depth on defensive line, grabbed a safety, beat got depth and wide receiver position, grabbed another cornerback, grabbed another running back, just like really hit all the holes. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, obviously the one couldn't be perfect. The one <laughs> asterisk to this draft was that for some reason, the Packers decided to take Sean Clifford in the fifth round. People were very upset about it. My father included, to be <laughs> honest with you, I could not care less if he was a UDFA, a fifth round pick, whatever the dude's a backup quarterback. There was a run on quarterbacks. They decide to grab him. Should they have wasted a pick on him? Who knows? I don't think it matters, right? He's literally older than Jordan Love. Like, he's not – this is not meaningful. Like I said earlier, darts on a dartboard. So be it. Yeah, and I'm glad you brought that up because I know that he was very polarizing. And I understand that he was, like, 420th on the consensus big board, right? Like, there's 259 picks. So, clearly, the logic is that they could have taken him as an undrafted free agent and all would have been fine. But – I don't remember. I wish I remembered what analysts said it on Twitter, but it's the Brock Purdy effect, right? Mystery relevant comes out and is probably going to win the starting job in San Francisco at quarterback over a first round pick. So this idea that you can find these gems on day three, at quarterback, I understand it. And if you have a guy you like wasting quote unquote, wasting a fifth round pick on a quarterback that doesn't pan out or becomes your Matt Flynn, Whatever. no real loss. And we knew we talked about it right with Stetson, Be- Stetson Bennett, Hendon Hooker, The Packers wanted a backup quarterback who was a little bit older. You mentioned he's older than Jordan Love. He played five seasons at Penn State, won a championship, has a ton of experience, and these moments aren't too big for him. And that's what the Packers wanted. They didn't want someone who's played like two seasons, redshirted, and has come into the NFL kind of. I don't want to say afraid because these guys are never afraid of their opportunity. (laughs) Right. Like, it's just. It, so I, I didn't have a problem with it either. I mean, I understand people not loving it, but. It just kind of is what it is to me. Um, like you said, he fits actually all the needs of a backup QB. You just listed them. He beat out Will Levis for the job, famously. <laughs> so again, like our goal here is that Sean Clifford never sees a meaningful snap. <laughs> if he does, we have bigger problems. Yeah, Exactly. All right, so give me give me your your thoughts. We've digested, right? This this episode is coming out now a number of days after the draft has ended. We've been able to digest these picks. Like, how are we feeling about the class, just about impending camp, about the season? I think we've touched on a little bit, but this is a new chapter. Like, this is officially now a new chapter. You know what I mean? I think the draft ends and it's like, here are Jordan Love's weapons. 
Yeah, it's I think that's that's the biggest thing, right? We're not going into this like, oh, man, they didn't get Aaron Rodgers any weapons. You know, like this is Jordan Love's offense now. It's his team. And I think that I think I, I appreciated the Packers staying true to who they are as an organization, a franchise, because I can I would be willing to bet, you know, any Packers fan listening to this, if Aaron Rodgers is still the quarterback in 2023, this draft falls exactly the same way. And if the Packers come away with six weapons on offense, are you saying they don't do enough to surround the quarterback with talent? I don't think you're saying that. Just because he doesn't have a first-round label, the Packers did a lot here. They took depth at the defensive line, grabbed a safety. They have a kicker of the future because Mason Crosby remains a free agent. They have a backup quarterback. They brought in six weapons for Jordan Love. They have an edge rusher of the future to pair with Rashawn Gary. The holes that we've talked about on this show ad nauseum for months now really feel like they're filled. You can argue that there's some spots maybe that depth is a little suspect. We'll talk about those in the coming weeks. Obviously, we've got undrafted free agents to talk about. But for knowing what this team is, knowing what the cap situation was, and acquiring 13 picks and nailing you know, 90% of them, potentially 100% of them as far as where they're needed to be bodies and rooms i have no qualms with this draft i can't think of a negative thing to say if if your biggest complaint is that they may be wasted a fifth round pick there's a lot of first round or fifth round picks that get wasted every single year yeah literally yeah yeah i agree um i'm really really excited i think it feels real now that the season is coming up um i said it earlier and i'm just gonna like highlight it again before we wrap up this is a young team now Right. We've been operating with kind of this old old regime type mentality, this run it back mentality, right? Get him one more before the window closes mentality. And like now the vision, like the view is wide open. They just have all of these young players to play around with and move around and build around this young quarterback. Like, I don't know what the window is. There's no window. It's a door. It's so big. You can walk through it. It's just should be very, very exciting for Packers fans to kind of watch them rebuild this team. Cause again, I'll say it. They're in rebuild mode. Sorry. Like they are officially. They're so, in rebuild mode, but they could still win the NFC North. I'm going to say it. Yeah. Yeah. No, <laughs> I mean, I, people have a lot of issues with the way the Packers do their roster building and I have to say, draft and develop has led them to have a pretty solid foundation for a brand new quarterback to come in and take the helm of this team and win games. Like, do I think that this team is going to win the NFC North? No, probably not. But could they be a 500 team easily? Yeah. And I think for a first year starter, that's a really nice place to be at. And they were a 500 team last year with Aaron Rodgers. So I just think focusing on how young and just like, I don't want to say futuristic because that doesn't sound right, but <laughs> I mean, the future is wide open here for this team. And I think that's really exciting. Yeah. I mean, for all the talk of propping a window open and trying to squeeze through it before it shuts, we now have the opportunity to see a window kind of propped up. And if Jordan Love pans out, then your window is open for a very, very long time. And if he doesn't, which I don't want to, really talk about you still have surrounded whoever is the quarterback in two years with a lot of young talent that will be on the roster for a really long time and that's 
the point of this. Goody always plans for the now and the future. And he's always put the team in a really fortunate position to not need to be reaching and concerned. And I think he, this draft is a, a perfect example of that, where he just took the best player available and still came away with probably all of the players that he actually wanted. Yeah. All right. That does it. This is your draft <laughs> recap. Um, it is over. We've got some more off season to go, but camp and scouting out these guys now and see, seeing what they got. I know I'm going to deep dive a little bit more into each of them in the coming weeks and I can't wait. Yeah. This was a lot of fun. We talked longer than maybe we thought we would, but it's, it's what we do. We loved this draft class. So, all right. Thank you as always for listening to the show. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at PWSS podcast. You can find us on other social media platforms at PAX, what she said, make sure you download and subscribe everywhere. You find your favorite podcasts on every platform. You can find Perry on Twitter at Perry underscore Goldstein. You can find me on Twitter at Maggie J Loney. We will hopefully have a schedule release episode next week. I can't wait to find out when the schedule drops. I can't wait to get back to Lambeau field. Um, Tons of shows planned for you regarding undrafted free agents. um, Maybe some guests in the works. Um, We just appreciate you listening and following along with all of our Packers content. So thank you. Thank you for listening to the show. And as always, go Pack Go. Go Pack Go. 2400 Sports is an Odyssey company. 